0: It is. uh, Mara Sports Worldwide. Good evening and welcome to the show. Well, yesterday we might not have a time, but we thought let's uh, give you the latest update with the Cape Town Spurs. They've been awarded three points now for the uh, match initially scheduled uh, for the 3rd of January against Cape Omoya. Now, that game didn't take place on the said date. And to bring us up to speed with the matter, we are joined uh, by the PSL DC prosecutor, that is uh, Nandi Becker, who joins me on the line. Uh, thanks so much for your time. Good evening. Welcome to the show.
1: Good evening, Robert.
0: The case itself was deliberated on. The award was given. What was the actual punishment for? Just for clarity.
1: The punishment um, against Cape Moyo... Was for not on not the punishment the sanction um, was for not honouring the fixture um, against the opposition. Kaptan um, was a Kaptan Spurs, if I remember correctly.
0: Correct. So, not honouring the, the fixture and what? And what were the reasons given, or are those immaterial?
1: Well, the, the reasons the reasons are not immaterial, Robert, as you should. Uh, or anybody that knows or has had a look at the rules would know that in certain circumstances, clubs can approach the league for the purposes of postponing a, a match um, if there are good reasons, et cetera, et cetera. That didn't happen in this case. Um, what we heard at the disciplinary hearing was that Cape Moyo had suffered an outbreak, a COVID-19 outbreak, Um, and they alleged that it was as a result of that that they were unable to fulfill their fixture. So that was their defense. It was taken beyond their control. Um, They didn't take heed of um, a circular that had been sent through by the Executive Committee of the League as well as a resolution of the Board of Governors, and uh, we ended up with a disciplinary hearing.
0: The issue is that they didn't report within the stipulated number of days, uh, if I'm correct here, uh, you know, Nandi Becker, from your side. And I want to get this right, though, because it, it is important. I, I might even say that it's it, it's, a, it's a landmark ruling, uh, given what it's about and there's COVID issues and also these number of days that had to be there. So the ruling states 14 days notification. No,
1: well, Robert, as I said, um, this matter served before the Board of Governors, I believe it was in August last year already, when one of the member clubs raised what would the position be if, oh, sorry, the 31st of July was the, the date of the, the, the Board of Governors meeting. One of the member clubs raised the issue, well, what happens to fixtures if we have an outbreak of COVID? And in fact, they, they referred to um the Pirate and said, well, what happened?" Happens if Orlando, Pirates can't play because of an outbreak of COVID 19. The Board of Governors then mandated the Executive Committee of the League, um, which is like, um, let's call it the Board of Directors as such, to go into the matter and to determine what the position would be um, if COVID 19 presented problems where a team, a member club, could not on a fixture. So on the 10th of December, The um, circular was sent out by Exco, and this circular is binding on all member clubs in terms of our rules. And um, the circular categorically stated that the Executive Committee resolved on the third of August last year and directed that COVID-19 reasons will not constitute exceptional reasons for justifying a postponement in terms of our in terms of our rules. So the mere fact that you've got an outbreak of COVID-19 is not justification to say, listen, guys, we can only field five players, we've got a problem. Um, You you have to suffer the consequences under the circumstances for not entering the
0: fixture. So they would rather not postpone a game than to go and field players, which from what I have researched and what I believe – was that 29 out of 35 of their travelling players tested positive for COVID-19. So they would rather them risk playing and risk transfer because uh, from those players, you know, 20 were asymptomatic.
1: That's that's not quite correct. Um, The option was to say we can't honour the fixture and um, deal with it on that basis. What, what, what needs to be taken into consideration here, Robert, is that we we are dealing with a very shortened league. Um, the league started late as a result of the various restrictions imposed on sporting codes by the Minister of Sport. Um, a lot of uh, arrangements had to be made. Um, initially the, the, the previous league was finished whilst all our clubs were in a bubble. Obviously it wasn't It wasn't possible to maintain that bubble throughout the next season for personal, financial, whatever. It would be inhumane to lock um, football players up for a whole season Mm. in a hotel room. So that wasn't possible. So the executive committee, in conjunction with advice obtained, medical advice obtained, determined that the league would carry on, but um, various responsibilities were passed on to clubs to ensure that People that, or players or club officials that have contracted COVID-19, yeah. um, the virus, would, would be dealt with and would they would not yeah. expose and potentially contaminate other participants as such. So what's good for Cape Moya is good for Sundowns, is good for Black Hepatitis at the end of the day. Everybody's in the same, everybody's in the same boat as far as that's concerned. Cape Moya was not special.
0: No, absolutely. But so is Common Cause pretty special, though, because what would you rather have a game that is postponed by maybe two or three days or whatever it takes? for 29 of the 35 players to at least be safe enough to go and play a competitive game. And then the ones who have been now awarded the three points do not get it via means and ways that football is supposed to be played. And so they, they're earning the three points outside of the spirit of the game.
1: No, not, not necessarily. I don't say it's outside the spirit of the game. You know, we, we, we have in our rules another example. Um, if your bus breaks down on the way to the venue, and you say, oh, God, we couldn't play the match because our bus broke down, that's not an excuse. We, everybody playing, everybody involved in professional soccer are bound by the rules and constitution of the Premier Soccer League. Clubs are not forced to, to, to um, play professional soccer. They do so willingly. The moment they become a member of the PSL, the National Soccer League, they are contractually bound to comply with the rules. Now, because of the situation, uh, because of the novel, novel situation of COVID, we've, the, the PSL has issued various circulars dealing with the pandemic on an ongoing basis as things change, as circumstances change. And again, as far as that is concerned, Cape Moya was bound, like every other club, by the circulars, which formed part of the rules. And the rules said it is not an excuse and if, if 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 you'd had a look at the the approach of Caf and Fifa to COVID nineteen, you will say you see it's exactly the same, exactly the same approach.
0: Would you say they would have had? And and, and, and again, maybe it's a case of when the circular was sent, uh, because again, and I stand to be corrected here, uh, that that circular was sent after the club had asked for the postponement.
1: No, no, whoever told you that was was was, was telling Porky's. This circular was sent out on the 10th of December, and I can tell you now that w- that one of the club officials under cross-examination, and I'll give you a name, confirmed having received it on the 10th of December, so the club knew. If they're now saying that they didn't receive it before, and they didn't, that they are just plainly telling porkies. Um,
0: who's, who's, the, who's, the, who's the individual that you said you'll tell them? What's his name? I'm
1: just trying to get the, to get the name okay. in front of me. No problem. Miss um, uh, Malebo Birdie Mohamotsi. Bridey, sorry, Mm -hmm. not Birdie, Bridey Mohamadzi. She confirmed they received that circular on the 10th.
0: So upon ponderous... anybody has said anything to the
1: country, they, they, they haven't told you the full story for... Whatever, whatever
0: gender they have in the circumstances. Yeah. Absolutely. But the the understanding again, and is that giving you that opportunity to clarify is, is why we always want to engage so that we, we, we sift out what is and what isn't. And you've obviously given me the version that, that you know and you've got full proof of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that if they go on to an appeal, uh, which I believe that they have, then they can mm-hmm. then forward whatever uh, other... Issues or reasons that they feel uh, stand a chance, as far as an appeal is concerned. Are you aware that they are going to be appealing?
1: Well, wow. Robert, um, sort of the ball's still in the air, as far as that is concerned. We've we've received a bit of a mismatch of of a, a notice of appeal. Um, acting on that, and in view of the fact that the season is scheduled to enter uh, to end on the twenty third of May, as everybody knows. Um, we've contacted SAF and said that in the event of there's an appeal, these expedite us by referring to arbitration. But having read through the papers submitted by Kate Moya again, I think that there's a bit of confusion on their part as to whether they're dealing with the disciplinary committee decision or whether they're dealing with a decision of the dispute resolution chamber. Um, I've asked them to clarify that, but I haven't had any response um, to the inquiry as far as that conference. So mm. There's a bit of confusion on their part as to exactly what they want and what what um, procedures they want to follow. Yeah. We'll, we'll clarify that with them. I'm sure they've got a reasonable
0: answer. Sure, no, without a doubt, and 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 to get clarity on the fact that you then award um, Cape Town Spurs a no 0 no result, yeah. but then from the no-no result they get three points. How does that work?
1: All right. Well, you know, again, if if, if you have a look at the rules. Um I think the applicable rule is Rule fifteen. Um cup can be charged um where a match is not played, in other words not honoring the fixture. Um, in terms of rule fifteen two. And the sanction, or virtually the automatic sanction as a result of that is if the club is found guilty, um the opponents would find a will receive a walkover. Um in other words the three no world win, which means three points, match points, and then the three-goal advantage, um, unless the disciplinary committee considers that a different sanction may be more appropriate. So obviously in this case, uh, I can't speak for the disciplinary committee. committee. They're an independent body appointed in terms of our rules, but the finding that they made was that there was culpability on the part of Capermoya Moya that um, they didn't honour the fixture. They awarded the three points to um, the opposition, but they didn't award, um, the, the senior, uh, the three-nil goal advantage. In other words, they, they took into consideration factors that could have been raised in mitigation on behalf, behalf of Cape Hemwea, and, and they didn't, uh, throw the whole book at them. So there was a lesser sentence imposed at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, uh, obviously, to to laymen and lay persons out there, including myself, um, w- without further scrutiny of the rules and what they say, that when you talk about nil no, nil, no, that would generally be in football terms, be seen as a point as opposed to three. So it's on uh, that basis that one would ask that question. Yeah,
1: um, I hear what you say, but the, the, the ruling of the the, the um, disciplinary committee was that three points were awarded to the opposition, but with no no reference to the goals. And that was clarified with the disciplinary committee, and that wasn't a typographical error. That was the intention. Three points to the opposing club, um, no goals awarded in favor of the opposing club.
0: From your learned position, do you believe that that is a right way of handling it?
1: Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. And there, there I can uh, I again say and I refer you to what Cass has done. And, and as things have actually turned out, on the day that the matter was argued, Cass came out with uh, with a ruling with regard to, um, to um, uh, matters where COVID-19 had an impact as such. And they were very, they were very strict as far as concerned. And effectively, what they've done is they've, they've followed what what um, you know what we are uh, the way that we've approached it. Mm.
0: You know where I'm conflicted though, um, Nandi Becker, is when it comes to. And I agree with the, the listener on Twitter who says that decision to dock points is irrational. Um, and and would the league have taken ownership? in the event that the other team was infected. So here you have a team that says, okay, here we are declaring positive test results for COVID-19. And we have 29 of the 35 players that are traveling. We've just had a busy schedule. We've had three games, uh, Pretoria and Pulukwane, within a space of six days, uh, games that were honored. And now we are presented with these positive tests Upon arrival in Cape Town, how do we find ourselves around the situation? We want to play the game and win or lose on the field.
1: Well, Robert, again, um, I think at the uh, one of the witnesses on behalf of the league um, was a representative from the op- uh, from the opposition um, who testified that they themselves had found themselves in a challenging situation where they couldn't field a full team. And in order to honor their fixture, they went out and registered amateurs with the league just so that they could honor their fixture. So, you know, there, there, are other, there were other alternatives available. Um, <coughs> Paper Moyo seemed to believe that somebody at the league had the magical powers to overrule the, the the NSL rules and the NSL circulars and things like that. N- nobody has the authority to do that. You know, mm-hmm. if, even if there's a, uh, even if any, if if a, an administrative employee of the NSL might have felt sorry for Kapemoyo and such, the rules are the rules, and and you've got to look after the greater good in order for the game to proceed. If if, if you need, your your readers need to, or your listeners need to understand that that if we cannot fixture matches, that is the end of professional football in South Africa. The sponsors are going to cancel their contracts. There will simply not be any money to to, um, run professional football. If we miss one season, professional football is led. That is why the league has done everything in its power and taken the best medical advice available. To, to come up with a structure and a system with, that makes it possible for professional football with limitations to proceed in, in, in South Africa. And yes, it does affect some teams more adversely than, than others. Um, Cape Moya will not have as big a squad as Pirates, Chiefs, for example. But that mm-hmm. is just in the nature of things. They are all treated so, the same way, and we can't make, or, or the league shouldn't make and can't make, special um, rules to suit a, a small club like Cape Moya. You want to play with the big boys, the rules apply to them, they apply to you as well. Absolutely.
0: Now, I I hear you about the big boy, small boy analogy, and I don't even think we're there, though, Nandi, because for me, what what matters is the lack of consistency was one could also flip that and say how many clubs are really testing who is monitoring how are how are those tests being done how many people are declaring it because ironically yesterday we had a conversation with Cape Town Spurs uh, both the former coach as well as the CEO and in that conversation one of the ideological problems that the coach um, had was what he took as punitive measure against players, because five of the players from the very same Cape Town Spurs that have been now given the three points, five of their players tested positive uh, for cannabis, for example, and uh, a lot of them had broken the, pro, you know, the COVID protocols, uh, you know, bringing in girls, and yes, that's an internal issue. But when you break those COVID protocols and you bring external people into a space where you've got to go and play with other players, that already brings difficulty. And well, are, are they testing? Is there consistency? And how would they know that the team that they're facing is all COVID-19 negative?
1: Well, Robert, as I explained to you, we the, the um, professional football simply does not have the resources to continue playing um, professional football with the teams in the bubble. That that is just an an impracticality. It was a short-term stopgap um, measure um, that enabled us to finish the last season as such. What what I can tell you from the league's point of view is that there are stringent rules and regulations with regard to um, compliance and testing, etc., etc. There is a myriad of paperwork on this, There is a whole um, set of regulations dealing with um, uh, COVID-19 compliance. We have the minister's regulations in respect to this matter. I've got a whole basically computer full of all um, the rules and regulations. And what the the league has done is we presented a, a system. Or a procedure to all the clubs and say this is what you'll apply, this is how you should apply it. If you run into a practical problem from a medical point of view, you know, the doors are open to to speak to our medical experts as far as this is concerned. We have our match commissioners that monitor um, all the proceedings before a match. The clubs are obliged to furnish written um, certificates in respect of the testing of players and club officials before every match. Um, if an ambulance pulls in at a venue at, during a match, we want a certificate to know that it's been sterilized, sanitized, and disinfected, whatever, whatever, because you don't know who was a passenger in that ambulance beforehand. We need the same from camera crews. Obviously, it's impractical for the League to Point people to go and check up that a, a um, stretcher bearer coming with with uh, an ambulance yeah. has been tested properly we can't do that we are reliant on the information that we are seeking in all goodwill from our members if they want to duck the system we can't prevent it if we find them they might find themselves playing amateurs football in yeah. the future as such.
0: so is, 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 isn't that the problem though where you can't confirm whether people are being honest enough but you are expecting honesty from them, and when they give you honesty, they get punishment in return and when I say that, I say it advisedly, I say it because it is within the realm of football that those players were infected, but now they detect that they do
1: we don't know what if I it
0: as a as as, as a yeah. what what if I present as a scenario that that is how they got infected
1: uh, well yeah. The, the, that's speculating, and, and Robert, I'm yeah, i, I I'm an attorney. I don't like to speculate in situations like that. If I were presented with facts, then, then I could comment on facts. But, but what, what if th- those people? facts
0: are presented, though? Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it within an argument, but I'm also tying it in to say what if those facts are presented and they do argue in favor of the fact that they were infected via playing and honoring a PSL fixture.
1: They, they might have been on a beach somewhere having a party, like his youngsters at the end of exams. We don't know. But no, no, I'm, a I'm telling you a, what, what happened.
0: No, no, no. I think what you're giving me now is the is is no, no. But that is speculation. I am saying to you that they got it via playing football.
1: If there is poss- if there is, if it's possible to prove, and when I pre- when I mention prove, I speak about it in you know, a strictly legal um, from a legal perspective. To prove that they picked up COVID-19 whilst playing football from other players who had the, who were infected and those infections were not notified to the league, we will deal with the club. Give me the evidence and I will prosecute it. And I can tell you now, COVID-19 is so, is so serious that I have got no doubt that my argument will be in front front of a disciplinary committee that this is such a... Breach, such a major and serious breach of the, the the offending club's obligations towards not only their own players but towards other participants in the league that I, I would argue for them to be kicked out of the league. And, you know, a, 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 DC
0: Absolutely.
1: Its, a, DC, a DC worth its weight or whatever would consider that. I can't tell you what a DC would order. But I can make that a very really strong, a very really strong. It, it, it's, you know, it's akin to our our legislation relating to AIDS. If you have AIDS and you have um, uh, sexual intercourse with a person, and you don't tell that person that you've got AIDS or whatever, it's a criminal offence. Yep.
0: and and it's... I would uh,
1: this, this borders on the same to me because. it's... Um, and, 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 and I'm glad team.
0: you're taking it in that spirit, Nandi Becker. Really? I'm, I'm really glad you're taking it in that spirit because, from a medical side, remember here, you're fighting for what you said earlier okay. that without the football, and, and obviously it's important for the league to carry on and for the broadcasters to get their football and for the sponsors to get their mileage, etc. But there's a greater good in, in the world and society oh. than just money and uh, making profit, etc. Is, is that, you know, are there regulations? And how do you know that the teams are complying? I mean, do you have, for example, a compliance officer who is trained professional, who's going to be monitoring that on a regular basis? And also coupled with that, how often are the teams supposed to test? And financially, are the teams, especially those in the Atlanta Africa Championship, how are they able to cope with those regulations and the, and the financing of it? All
1: right. I can't, tell you the, I can't tell you what the financial implications are for the teams as such, because I don't know what the charges are with regard to the testing of, of you know, of teams on a, on a large scale, on a large scale, as such. I can tell you that the league has a, a, a dedicated um, COVID officer that is in charge of all COVID-related issues, as such. Um, the, the, the system was worked out by people in, of a higher pay grade than mine, to, in conjunction with medical experts to try and set up a system where there are controls and balances as such. We yeah. have a whole COVID catalogue um, of do's and don'ts and procedures and so on. Um, there is regular testing, is provided for. There must be testing um, um, prior to matches, 48 hours before matches. Records of those testings must be handed into the match commissioner prior to the match as such. Those records must be retained for a period of six months. It, it is. I, I, listen, we'll be on the on the phone till, till tomorrow morning. with yeah. with going through all the requirements. But, but yeah, I, and, and, the I, and I believe you, document. Nandi. I,
0: I think, given the work that you do, I would believe you in terms of that. All, all I'm all I'm grappling with here is 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 where the fairness has been meted out, and how I would look at it is that Cape Omoya. Are being punished for being honest. They could have been dishonest. They could have played. They could have infected. They could have, you know, further, in, you know, infected other people that are, are unrelated in terms of that. Because the reason why I say that, the, and 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 bear with me for two seconds, The they were in camp, and they played in Pretoria. They played in Pretoria against JDR, and from there they went to Bulukwane, and then they went back to Cape Town. They tested positive on returning back to Cape Town. But prior to their departure, they were all clean.
1: I, I, that I can't comment on because the, um, the evidence... That's the fact all... I'm giving you. Yeah, but I can't comment on it because, bearing in mind, Robert, we've had, a, we've had in the disciplinary hearing, they were re- represented by an advocate who I believe is a senior counsel in the matter as such, this is the first that I've heard of the fact that they were all, test, they were all clean and they were tested immediately prior to them departing. And, and that's why I say I wouldn't know, because it, 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 it is an important fact. I don't think it would have
0: swayed the D.C. because of the of the rules as such. But it wouldn't could, have swayed them. They, their hands are down. No their ways. But Nandi, they, they, they have got proof of the test that they're negative. Right. They play those games after having been in camp and they arrive in Cape Town and they are positive. So what are the what, what are the possibilities? They could have been infected, obviously, in either of the two games. And then um, there's travel because They don't walk from Pulukwane to Cape Town. They have to board a flight. There's about, whatever, 100, 200 people on board a flight. Those are situations and circumstances outside of the hand, but there is proof, there is material proof that they had been negative up until such a time, and when they landed back in Cape Town, they did a test. Hence, I say, they're being punished for being honest.
1: I I I totally disagree with you, Robert, and and obviously, from, from what you've told me now, You've been presented with a set of facts by K. Moyo. Um, no, I've just helpful. done my
0: research, so let's, let's not paint them. Oh, I'm not painting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, say, you're saying it as a fact that I've got info from K. Moyo. The info could have come from anywhere. You, you do research. It's not from one source. So I'm just saying that let, let's try not to cast aspersions and say it was K. Moyo had, had told me. Robert, I, 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 never, I never go with one lead. Robert, I do my research. I was,
1: research. Ad- I was yeah. admitted as an attorney in 1983. So let's see how long have I been practicing, Thirty-seven, thirty-eight years. information that you've given me is now. It's so specific that you, and you could only have got it from Cape and Moyer. So I don't buy into research. And, and, see, and you, see, and you don't, don't that have that to
0: buy that, it, though, Nandi, because it's not for sale. No, 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 no. The thing is, you're accusing me of something that is so wrong. And I could prove you in a yes. court of law that that information did not come from Cape Amoy. And I will prove it, yes. and I'll be right, even in the high court of this country, that the information that I'm telling you about is not from Cape Amoy.
1: I invite you, Robert, to send that information over to the league, and I'll go into it from there. But I've um, explained my position. Let me, re- let me read to you the, the contents, just so that there's clarity on this. Um, of circular number 24 of 2010, of the 10th of December, very importantly, the 10th of December. The question whether a member club should be entitled to postponement and consequences of players and or staff testing positive for COVID-19 was raised at Board of Governor level on the 31st of July 2020 prior to the BSE and referred to the Executive Committee. The postponement applications are considered by the League in very specific instances and in accordance with the strict processes set out in the NSL Handbook and Compliance Manual. For various reasons recorded in the Compliance Manual, including the need to ensure a stable fixture is required by commercial partners of the League, approval of any fixture change including a postponement will only be given in exceptional circumstances. The Executive Committee resolved on the 3rd of August 2020 and directed that COVID-19 reasons do not and will not constitute exceptional reasons justifying a postponement. Now, based on your research, Robert, um, mm-hmm. when did Cape Moyo apply for this postponement? When did that, lim- pr- that follow the procedures to apply for a postponement?
0: But that's why I'm saying that I'm not at liberty to disclose it. I'm just giving you my facts. No, no, and sorry, if, I, I if they go, a, I if they to go on to, no, no, if they go into an appeal, I think they will present all of those sets of facts. They, can't, I'm, raise, I'm, I'm they seeking, can't raise
1: new issues on appeal that they didn't raise. After. I, I, I know what the answer is, but but you've explained yeah. to me that you've actually done the research on the matter. That actually, a, it, it would have been very simple to. All, to get this, in, you know, to get this information, has to when they when they um, try to apply for a persona, and it, it, it's it's pertinent and it's relevant to the conversation that we are having.
0: Would it be pertinent and relevant to also mention the fact that the the award of the three points comes five months later?
1: No, not five months after the matter was heard.
0: No. The the awarding of it.
1: Yes, but when 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 was the DC fixture? Um, I'm I'm not I don't quite follow the the relevance of the five months.
0: Okay, how long do you think the case has taken before the actual sanction was awarded?
1: Well, I'll just bear with you. I'm looking for the charge sheet in respect of the matter. Um,
0: meetings.
1: just be one moment. Um, okay. The chart sheet went out on the 2nd of February.
0: That's the chart the sheet. Met,
1: the the match was fixed for the 3rd of January, which was, um, if my memory serves me correctly, that was a Sunday. And let's put it out there. Cape Moyo applied for a postponement of the matter on Friday the 29th, effectively the day before the match. Why did it take them so long to apply for that postponement?
0: It, it, it might have had to do with the test. Remember, they played three no. games back-to-back, back, Pretoria, Pulikwane, no. then back to Cape Town.
1: No, they didn't have any, didn't have on the evidence presented by it had nothing to do with the test.
0: But how long do test results come through?
1: They had the test results well before that. I don't know how long it takes. I think it depends on the type of test. I'm not a medically expert. It depends on the type of test that you take. But uh, they had the results well before the 29th.
0: So you're saying that they, what, they delayed in terms of that?
1: <clears throat> there was a delay. They need to explain the delay. And why only on the 29th did they actually apply for a postponement to the match?
0: But if, for example, I'll 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 answer you that if, for example, and and we move away from the the time, the date, and all of that, which is always important, especially with the legal matter. If, for example, they come and they say and they declare on the twenty ninth that we've got twenty nine players mm. that have this problem, what would the advice have been to say it's okay, guys, because. We we have to make sure that our sponsors are happy. Please go ahead. Just try not to shake hands. What would be the advisable thing to do if it's not, not to, a postponement?
1: Not, not, to pay, not to put other players and officials at risk.
0: How would you? It's a contact spot.
1: You forfeit the game.
0: You forfeit I, I the mean, game all because... Of,
1: Robert, you, all, all of this is now... All of this is supposition. Because as, as you should be aware that the all the teams that participate in professional soccer in South Africa are there by agreement. They agree in terms of our rules to be bound by the rules and regulations of the National Soccer League. Right? Um Miss who was the director of the club um in the leads of God oh, I can't remember. here, then I think with okay,
0: well, I, 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 think, I think. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm. not interrupting you, Nandes. Sorry, oh, you we we have okay. we, we, also we've also just got to feed off our sponsors. We need to take a, a quick ad break. Hashtag MSW. all right in conversation now i know that i had to interrupt nandy Banker mid-sentence and i do apologize for that he's the psl dc prosecutor as we lay our clothes and our hands onto this case I, I did say initially that for me it's it's pretty much like a landmark case um and that is why we've given it the airtime that it has and i know that our our legend Augusta Palacios has been on standby and we're just uh, going to quickly uh, chat to him and negotiate uh, what is proper because we also don't Disrespect him uh, and and just give him all of twenty minutes on on, on the air, um, but this clarity I think is important, uh, and and judging by the reaction and everything else that's coming through on social media platforms, uh, that is exactly how people feel. Um, and and I do appreciate the the conversation, by the way, Nandi Becker. Um, I know it doesn't happen as frequently as we would like to, but you know, clarity on these issues is is, is always great for us to know and to understand. Uh, let me give you a quick final score: Maritzburg United one, Swallows one. So that's how it ended in that game. My apologies, Nandi. I know I, I I broke you mid sentence, but I had to take that break. No, I
1: understand that, and I think you've got a much more interesting person in the wings to take over from this boring conversation.
0: <laughs> no, far from boring. I think we, we, we all have something to learn in the end, and, and I do hope that you know football is, is the winner, at, especially during a pandemic era oh. and during a time like this, which is unprecedented.
1: Robert, the mere fact that we are able to sit in front of our television screens and watch professional football in South Africa is testimony to the effort that has been put in, not by myself, I can tell you that, but by the administrative staff and the administrators of the PSL in trying to bring about a situation where supporters and fans at least have got some access some access to, to local football. Um, believe me, it's not easy. I've looked at the mountains of paperwork that have been drafted by various people at the office and the input given by all the relevant departments in the Dr Pillay, in charge of the medical team as such, and I just shake my head because it it, it, it is it is a mountain and with my, my personal comment and this is not a comment from the PSL my personal comment is that if Cape Moyo feels hard done by by this decision the the effect is that we of the decision is that there is certainty number one and number two football professional football can proceed in South Africa as as it has been planned um, in view of the COVID-19. And thirdly, it's a question of swings and roundabouts. They could have been playing another club that had exactly the same difficulty and they would have been the beneficiaries there. When these rules were, were decided um, in the circular centre, nobody knew who would be affected and who would, who would not be affected by this. So sometimes you have to take a bit of pain for the better good of everybody else involved. That's my personal point of view. Mm.
0: And, and and that one it's a
1: that to swallow for the club as such, but, but there yeah. have been other clubs in situations where they, as it were, took a bullet for the side, if I can put it that way.
0: Yeah. Th- that might have been the case for the broken bus example, but I don't think for a health matter that as we sit now and we look at how third wave is affecting India, uh, as an example, you don't want that to happen to a South Africa that's moving into a oh. winter period, but yeah. the, the 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 fact is that you, how the PSL sees it and how the clubs see it would always be different because there's different aims. So football is yes, is being watched. People do appreciate it. Uh, But what would you weigh more? Would it be the entertainment or would it be preserving life? And you never know. Maybe some of those players do have comorbidities, and their spell as far as getting the sickness might not be as quick as other professionals of getting over the sickness. They might look at it and say, oh, they've played today, Kaeper Moya. You know, they sit in fifth place, and had they played the game against Spurs, and uh, hypothetically they got their three points and their victory. You know, they would have moved to now forty points, which would have moved them to second place on the table. So there are different things that people vie for as professional footballers.
1: On, on the basis of the scenario that you just sketched, Robert, the, there's a financial benefit for them. In other words, from from the league's point of view, our obligation, I think, first of all, and that, that comes prior to or before financial consideration is the health and safety of all persons involved in football. From the security guard at the foyer where you walk in, to the match official, to the player as such. And as I said previously, as a result of the the rules that have been um, implemented and I stress, these have been implemented on medical advice. It's not something that we sucked out of thin air, or that the, the league, because I wasn't involved in that sucked out of, out of thin air. These things have been designed to cater for the safety, in as far as possible, and in as far as is foreseeable for, um by the league. Let me let me just, uh, Robert, just to, to show you that we, that we not, we the, the, um, the PSL is not um, on its own with regards to these approaches on. The 25th of February, 2021, and your research should have brought this up. CAT um, in its most recent circular governing the Champions League, determined that, and I quote, hence, no matches will be postponed or cancelled for positive cases of COVID-19. So, yeah, that, that's
0: a But the, action. okay, in, in, in the same breath... The reason why that didn't come in, my brief from the producer was that you wanted to talk about this case and this case only. So yes. I've complied by that. But okay. also, if you if you, if you look at the null null result, that gives you three points.
1: Yes.
0: Is that a PSL rule or is that a FIFA rule?
1: Um. It, it, I referred you to our rules at the beginning. It's a PSL rule. Okay. I believe that the FIFA has got a similar rule, and I believe that as well. I'm speaking under, under correction. But if you remember, Can the rider to the rule said that unless the disciplinary committee believes there are exceptional circumstances.
0: Okay. All right. Danny now, you Baker, think- I've, 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 I'm, I'm being chased again in my ear. Let's pick it up. Let's see what happens and transpires. We are into news time at the top of the hour. Um, but again, for your indulgence... And your availability on a Friday well, afternoon, evening. I thank you very, very much indeed yes, for the Robert, enlightenment. It's been, it's, yeah.
1: been a, it's been a pleasure and it was nice sticking to your subject so we could concentrate on something that is of, of importance to everybody absolutely.
0: involved. Absolutely. absolutely. Thank you. i well. You. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. That's the PSL DC prosecutor, Nandi Becker, taking us to the top of the hour Medupi Dupi Hashtag MSW. You know, Nandi Becker, I don't know, he's punishing Cape Town, uh, uh, Cape Umoya for telling the truth. So, I don't know. Ask, ask uh, Nandi if, let's say, it happens to uh, Kaiser Chiefs, they've got uh, uh, 32 players who tested positive. Do you think they're going to go and tell Nandi Becker that they've got 32 players so they can't honor the fixture? What will happen then? We're going to spread this thing. Nandi Becker is being unfair to Cape Omoya. And it's even it's making me angry. I didn't want to comment on it, but that's not fair on Cape Omoya. Bye-bye, Nandi Becker. Good evening, Rob. I think uh, the PSLTC has gone crazy. What Becker is saying doesn't make any sense. I mean, there are... Covid protocol that ought to be observed. You can't go play with about 85 percent of the squad having tested positive. It's it's unheard of. I think they should uh, appeal this decision because it's nonsensical. Striver it's from Pretoria.